Let's do this. Let's talk about some movies. We uh, were talking earlier, Rumors of Wars is uh, the movie we were talking about earlier, and uh, now we have uh, James Simmons with us. He's the CEO of Bear Fruit Films, and uh, this, is, uh, this is your baby, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's, it's mine, and it's, it's really a, a collaborative effort. You know, Paul Tomborello wrote the script, d- directed the film. Okay. It's probably more truly his baby. Um, a couple of years ago, he gave me a call and said, hey, I've got a script. He, he had sold a script before, worked at Fox, been in Hollywood since 2000. He's still over there. But he called me and said, hey, I've, I've got this script. I want to make this movie. I don't want to sell this. And uh, he said, you want to come and, and try and help me make the film? And it was just at a time in my life where it was perfect for me to do something different. I had helped other business owners before right. with various projects. And, um, and you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was in the ministry. Okay. And this film is, it's a very subtle, cool, faith-based film, which you really don't see a lot of. You don't see a lot of films that have a faith element that that at the same time are subtle and twisting and turning, and first and foremost, a, a good movie or right. a good story. This this doesn't beat you over the head with with the Bible right. or or you know the, the some of the stuff we're trying to make people think about. You know, we don't give all the answers in this movie. Right. People watch it, and, and at the end, they're they're ready to know what happens next because it's really the first of a trilogy. So. Oh, interesting. So this is, and you got uh, pretty good faces and names on the on the movie as well. So, it, um, and again, w- welcome to the show. Yeah, it's good to be here. I, I, I'm right kind of curious to hear about that that lady. If maybe she woke up in her own place, still she woke up with gas. Yeah, see, come on, gas. You, you went and had some burritos or something. No comment. Oh come on, man. No. Gotta comment. give me something here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you when I see you. Good. That's what you get. Now, now it's my turn to get a little payback. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Matt, the intern's getting a little payback today. Um. All right. So, Rumors of Wars is the movie, and uh, it was interesting because I was watching it, and we're gonna get into the whole faith-based uh, theme of it, and we'll get into uh, the story itself because um, it's based on a on a um a story of a girl who wrote a diary. I'm I'm totally giving the gist of it. And, yeah, that's uh, cool. Uh, who uh, wrote a diary. And later in the years, in the future, um, in the post-apocalyptic war, in the scenes, they found this diary, and, and apparently this is relatable to why the Earth is the way it is. Yeah, exactly. So she, um, she's like in modern times, and she's got some concerns about what the government is doing. Uh, in the modern times, they're basically forcing people to get a chip in the, in the name of security. Um, there's, there's been some bombings and, and attacks, and um, she believes that some of those things were actually caused by the government. Right. And she begins to kind of chronicle her findings, her research, what she's looking into, yeah, put it, puts it in a diary or a journal. And, um, and then it's two, it's two storylines, and we kind of flash back between both. In the future storyline, a soldier is carrying on with his mission and what he's told to do. He's just the, the good boy soldier doing exactly what he's told to do. And, but he comes across this, this diary, and he starts to read it. Typically, they just throw all that type of paraphernalia away, but it's got a picture in it of someone that he recognizes. Mm. And so he keeps it. He starts going through it. He begins to realize that what happened in the past is not what he had heard what happened. And so now he's faced with this moral dilemma. What does he do with this truth? Right. You know, I think about... I don't think anybody out there really thinks the government is doing a good job. <laughs> you know, at the start of that conversation, is, is it's, it's, they're not, and I don't know anybody who's rooting for them or backing them up and saying 
you know, so I think the mentality of everybody in, in general believes that there's a lot not, you know, well, first of all, a lot not being done and, and a lot that's being told to us that aren't truths that we're, that we're all figuring out. And this cross, this is beyond religion, beyond anything else, uh, politics. I mean, this is, a, you know, something that is going wrong in a fast way. So when you are being a faith-based type of movie, uh, you know, crew and in, in, in a company and putting out movies with a message like that, how does that cross over to the government? And, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like you're, sure. you're kind of touching on a, situ- a, sub- a touchy subject, I think, that a lot of people wouldn't want to think about because they don't like to have their government lie to them. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, you know, with this film... It it's definitely relevant. It's been it's been amazing. You know, we've we've had this script, you know, for a couple of years, and then we, div- we began kind of pre-production and casting and crewing, and where were we going to film this? And we then we began filming it, and then it goes into into post. Well, the last couple of years, ever since then, about every six months, something big comes out that the government has been doing that's now exposed, and there's this huge. Uh, you know, with with our kind of our our internal group, our followers, our fans, that are like, oh man, did you you know? We, we, all of a sudden, we get loads of emails and Facebook messages and 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 tweets and whatever saying, get this movie out. This has never been more relevant, and that right. happens like every six months, whether it's you know the NSA stuff or or um, you know even stuff that's going on now with the government. You look at some of the cover up things that they're doing. Right. It's it's yeah. just every three to six months. It's just crazy. Yeah, you know the RF uh, ID chip. You were uh, you were in there uh, it, with the uh, movie. They're talking about that. And everyone's got to get chipped. You know that's kind of been in the rumors for quite some time. You know, and not sure if it's really a real thing. But I know like Good Morning America did a story on it, so it must be real. That you know? and, like uh, money. Everyone's saying that the you know by the end of July or whatever, martial law is going to happen, <laughs> and then you know the, the dollar is going to be ceased to exist as far as the. But foundation. you know what though that those are have been constant. You know, I mean, once you. Yeah, but I mean, if you hit the FEMA website, they've been preparing for something this last year. You know, but the thing is, they've been preparing for something for the last 10 years, 20 years. They're always preparing for something, you know. And once I, once my eye has been exposed to the, you know, to the lies, I guess you can say, that was pretty much 9-11. And I had a couple guys in my studio, they were, they did a movie called Loose Change 9-11. And it was all about, not conspiracy, it was just about, I want the right answers, the questions I'm giving you, you're not giving me the right answers. It doesn't make sense. These buildings fell at free fall. You know, there's no plane in Shanksville. You know, there wasn't a plane that hit. It, it, it's just, it's physics. It's, it's what I saw with my eyes. It, that doesn't match up. And when I had these guys come in, they were you know, going down this wormhole of all these other things that the government's been doing, this and that, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if that's always supposed to be there to kind of keep people in check. Or you know, or, or so they can laugh at them. You're crazy. You're you. You don't know what you're doing. I mean, is 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 something like that relevant to what you're doing with rumors of wars in the movie? Because you know, to find out your government's behind all these things, that's kind of part of that, isn't it? Conspiracies and yeah, we just you know we would just bring up the questions. Um, you know, in this in this film in particular, uh, I think the audience would would um, would definitely say, "What's the government up to?" Right. And, um, you know, some people, <laughs> when they watch it, they might say, oh, wow, that does sound like a good idea. I mean, we've had some people that have read the script and they said, man, I, I wish I wish we would have had the RFID chip, you know, 10 years ago. They're reading through this, you know, fictional piece that we have. And um, there's, they're, they're thinking it'd be a great idea for to, to monitor their college-age daughter. 
um, or you know don't have to worry about kidnapping right. or, or you know some of that kind of stuff. So there there there's people that are ready f- for that. They they want to get that RFID chip. If if and when that ever happens, and that's that's such sad. You know, I mean, it's like well, I want to be tracked. Just don't understand why that's a bad thing. You know, I mean, if, if you don't have any money and all you got to use that RFD chip, whatever, to, to swipe and then you're good to go. Well, they can turn that off, and you're yeah, so well. Exactly. You know? yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, James Simmons is with us. Uh, Barefoot Films is uh, the company, and online, where can people see that? Well. Uh, Right now, they can see rumors of wars in select theaters uh, across the country. We've got a, a, a theater in Nashville, a theater in Atlanta, Jackson, Mississippi, Texarkana, Texas, of all places, nice. and then three right here in Phoenix, all Harkins. Yeah, uh, we're I'm I'm from Phoenix. Uh, the writer director of rumors is, of wars is from Phoenix as well. We went to ASU. Right on. Um, so if if anyone's you know listening from the Phoenix market, <laughs> this is kind of like an all natural organic movie. Uh, my my buddy Paul, he's he's in Hollywood now, but um, you know I'm not leaving Phoenix. My family's yeah, here. Nice. This this is my home. So was it was it filmed here in Phoenix at all? Or you know, it's funny. We filmed half of this in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, and then half of it in Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Why, why those two locations? Both of those states have film rebate programs. Um, that's that's one of the draws. Uh, we also have a very good connection with some film crew in Grand Rapids. Okay. And we thought we'd film the whole thing in Grand Rapids, and um, it, it just got too cold. Right. Uh, we we filmed, actually, funny enough, we started filming on Election Day 2012, just uh, one of the storylines, just the Roxy storyline at a college university. And then um, it was so cold already. We were like, man, we cannot do this again, you know, late December, early January. And so we began looking for maybe a warmer, warmer weather climate. Right. And we uh, had a few people down in Mississippi that knew of some places where we could shoot, okay. good, good film crew. And we went and checked it out, and it just was a perfect fit down in Jackson. So we're, we're each, like, state for different scenes of the movies, or is it all supposed to be one, is the movie all supposed to take place in one area? Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. Um, the, the, the stuff that we filmed up in Jackson, or down in Jackson, I guess, is uh, the future storyline. Okay. And, and the stuff that we filmed in Grand Rapids right. is the modern-day Roxy oh, right storyline. All right. And uh, I want to talk about the message of the movie because, you know, the storyline seems all far from being a faith-based, you know, message type of movie. So what is the message? Yeah, that's... I mean, or should we leave that for the movie to, for people to find no, out? No, no. I think there's a lot of different themes, you know, depending on... Your your own personal journey going into this film, you'll watch it and you'll take something away. Um, I, I, at the end of the day, you know the, the 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 big message that we want people to talk about is what happens in the end. Where where where, where are you going to be? Where are you going to go? What what's your legacy going to be like? What's going to happen? To you know, could could there be some type of a uh, you know, a post-apocalyptic, you know, rapture-type war society. Like, what do you think happens right. tomorrow or in five years or in ten years? And are you are you prepared for that? And I think part of, you know, if you look at our cast list, the reason we got, you know, Eric Roberts and, and a number of other people from that are really well-known in the faith-based space, uh, Mac Powell from Third Day, the band Third Day, for instance, makes his acting, acting debut. Jackie Velasquez, Jamie Grace. A lot of people, when they read this script, they were like, I want to be a part of this. And we thought we were going to have to find just maybe a local actor in each of those states where we shot 
to play certain bit roles. Mm -hmm. And we were able to get people that have a following. We were able to get people that have been in stuff. We were able to get people that have some type of a reputation. And they were glad to play a, a tiny role with three or four lines just to be a part of this film. So, oh, Right on. Well, that's good for you. I mean, it says a lot about what you do. I mean, it's not because, um, you know, this isn't your first movie. This is your third movie in your installments, right? Yeah. Uh, not, not a, a Rumors of War is a third movie of, of Bear Fruit. Yeah, so, well, exact, officially, uh, this is the first movie that Bear Fruit Films filmed. Oh, okay. We, we've since filmed Little Savages. It's a kid's movie. Okay. That, uh, based on a, a group of kids where their last name is Savage, kind of a younger Goonies. Okay. Um, Disney's looking at that right now. And then um, we filmed, actually, about a month ago, we just wrapped principal photography on a film called The Griddle House. Yeah. And that was done in Tempe. Yeah, that looked interesting. So I read about that. So yeah. It looked pretty neat. Some guy looking for his mom and uh, finds out that the diner he's at, she's always there, something like that, right? And, yeah, exactly. And so it's all filmed at the diner the whole time? A lot of that film is yeah. is shot in and around the diner. Which diner? Can you tell us? Uh, it, was a, <laughs> it was a closed down five and diner in Tempe, actually. It, it, it uh, worked the, out really perfectly. At the Mills Mall? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right Arizona on. Mills. I had my birthday breakfast there once. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, we had the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce actually help us find a place where we could shoot that. And uh, they took us to the restaurant across the street. Uh, I think it was, I, I forget the name of it, but they, um, they're like, what about this place? And we're like, oh, this could work, but we're going to need a, a construction crew to turn this place into a diner, into a, you know, what we need it to be. And we right. looked across the way and there was the five and diner. We're like, hey, what about, you know, that place right over there? And they said, no, that place is still open. But the parking lot was empty. Right. So we walked over, pulled on the door, and sure enough, it had just recently closed down. Nice. Next day we got in That's there. A they, sign. They still had food in the fridge and the freezer and credit card receipts and ketchup bottles on the tables. It was like, it was perfect. They were, Arizona Mills was thrilled to rent it to us, you know, get some money. They didn't have a sign up for lease yet. They yeah. didn't know what they were going to do with it. And, and to know that they were going to be able to have a movie shot there. Right, that's cool. It, it was a nice little marriage. It sounds like it could have been maybe a scene in your Rumors of War for the future, an empty, you know, it's like a ghost town type sure. of <laughs> diner. Yeah, Rumors of Wars too, exactly. <laughs> at, at the Five and Diner. <laughs> there you go. Uh, James Simmons. Uh, tell, tell people about some websites people can check out. Yeah, rumorsofwarsmovie.com. Uh, is where probably the the best place right now. Uh, obviously, our our web our production company's website bearfruitfilms.com. Bear is in, like bear to bear good fruit. Right. That's kind of the name of of our production company. Um, probably probably those two, and then of of course Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and uh, you know, let's talk about you. I mean, you said you used to be a, you you were in a ministry. Yeah. What did you do in the ministry? Yeah, I was a youth pastor. Okay. With uh, worked with fifth and sixth graders for a couple of years, and then junior higher, seventh and eighth grade for a couple of years. And so after that, you just kind of thought, I just want to make movies. Or well, I transitioned into business. I I left the ministry when I had some kids, and um, was like, all right, I need to make a little more money. And, right. And uh, I'd, I'd spent a fair amount of time in the ministry and just kind of burnt out a bit, and. Uh, told a few different people I was going to be leaving and somebody said, hey, I'd love, love for you to come work with me and help build my company. And then from there, I began helping other people kind of grow their small businesses and uh, had a couple more kids along the way. I've got four now. Oh, right on. Um, and, and that's when Paul called me a few years ago and just said, hey, you know, that script that we were talking about, I've finished it. You want to help me make this, right, this okay. film? And I said, yeah, let's give it a go. 
And we set out just to make, truly, just to make rumors of wars, not to necessarily build a production company. Right. And just one door after another after another just continued to open to where it became clear, like, okay, we're not just supposed to make one movie. We're supposed to do this again and again and again. And we've got a nice group of people that are helping us. Um, our, a lot of our investors um, are, are local to, to Phoenix. And, um, you know, they're just, they're ready to find out what's next and what's next and what's next. They really like what we're trying to do. You know, we make films that, that are under a million dollars, but they look like we've spent three to five million dollars. And part of that is because when you go film in places, you you rally the community. And so it's not just Barefoot Films producing a movie. Right. Uh, for instance, The Griddle House just recently, it's it's the city of Phoenix and Tempe kind of all coming together. Got you. Would you, you know, doing um, the, you know... The, the style of mu- movies you want to put out, you know, and I was reading about what you what you produce and put out is um, movies that are to the antithesis of what Hollywood really does put out. You know, just your your mindless car chases, your explosions, your sci fi's, whatever. It's just something to like escape your reality for a couple uh, hours, like you, like you wrote. But you know, for you guys, do they always have to be like a message with the movie, or are you willing to do other things outside of and just do a regular movie? Yeah, I think um, first and foremost, we we do want our movies to be first entertaining, twisting, turning, just a good movie, a nice right. a nice escape. Right. At the same time, every movie you watch has some type of message, some type of. You know, the director, the writers, they're trying to get something across. We, we'd like for our films to be redemptive, um, not necessarily faith-based. Um, I think with Rumors of Wars it is. There's, there's no denying that. Uh, the last two movies that we just made are, are more, they're, they're broader. They're, they're going to go wide. The, the audience, um, I mean. Like, well, it's like when you br- once you bring on like a Bible quote or, or something very religious in a movie, it's it's you have to. In my opinion, it's like walking on eggshells. Yeah. With your with your crowd, because you know, yes, I've seen it. I mean, you can look at even Pulp Fiction, <laughs> you know, where uh, Samuel Jackson's speech, you know, where he quotes the Bible. Sure. You know, so that's different, obviously, but as opposed to something where it's uh, here's a message, then uh, here's another one. Now, now, people who might not understand are catching on, going. Oh, that's now I know what this movie is about. Now I know what what this is. You know, the overall message is going to be. But is Rumors of War? You said there's more. It's not as uh, subtle. I guess you said it's kind of like yeah. I mean, it's a subtle faith based film, right? Okay, which in some ways can be a, a bit of a, a contradiction. You know, well, because I mean, you see sometimes you these movies, uh, you know, like like faith based or religious type movies that are, you know, trying to be mainstream, if you will, in a sense, and it doesn't it doesn't pass. You, it just, you know, there's something lacking there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I was watching what you had up there. It, 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 it's a normal movie. So it's, yeah. it's like you said, it's like in, it's in, the, in the guise in a sense. But you want it, you, this needs to be reached to everybody in a sense. Yeah, I it think so. It doesn't need to be speci- specially released at certain areas. Like what is the community like for um, in, in, this, in faith-based movies? And, and where is that demographic at? Well, they're all over. Um I mean, obviously, you've got certain cities and certain areas where the uh, demand for this kind of movie is going to be much higher. But um, it is funny. When we had some screenings, we had a lot of people that would watch the film um, that would say, you don't, even, you don't have to promote this as a faith-based movie. Um, you know, they would say things like that. So others would say, is this, is this going to be on the sci-fi channel one day? Right. This, this seems very, you know, sci-fi. Right. Um, and so, 
you know, I think if you if you watch this and maybe you, you 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 did not attend a church or don't, and you know maybe you're not too familiar with 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 the Bible, um, you could watch this and say, okay, the this is the, the this is just a good action suspense type of movie right. that has some elements of sci-fi or some you know post-apocalyptic type type film. I mean, you look at the movies that came out last summer. There was five or six different end of the world movies. Right. Some that include zombies it's or, a hot or topic, aliens. Man. Yeah, exactly. It's a hot topic. And not only that, people want to facilitate it. And that's kind of what, you know, I'm thinking that might be one of the hidden lines in, in the movie is the fact that, you know, the reasons why you know, the, the things the way they are right now, which is so bad, is that people are inducing this, you know, because it's in the Bible. Let's say the end times are coming near. Yeah. And they want us to, here it is, you know, it, but it doesn't work that way. I mean, if you're going to force it, and, and not let it not come naturally, then it's just going to make life on hell, life worth on hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, every day we're one day closer, right? Uh, whether, but it could be whether our, it's tomorrow or... But also, we're also one day closer to being the other way, you know, of being able to be peaceful and be loving and, and you know, and sh- and share that vibe with people. And, and, and that's what I was saying earlier is like I think a lot more people think the same way than it is led to be. Because when you see a TV and you watch the news and whatever whatever they're feeding us, of course we're going to eat. When you really walk in public and you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, you're talking to people in the streets and stuff like that. You're they're not agreeing with what you're seeing on TV. I, I don't think there's a very small portion of people that really, you know, think everything's a okay here. Oh sure, yeah. Well, and you you think about what the Bible series did, like what maybe almost a year ago now on the History Channel. Right. I mean, it just blew up. Right. And then it, think about what happened, what you just saw this past spring with Noah and Russell Crowe or God's Not Dead. Right. Or Son of God or yeah. Heaven is for Real. Right. Um, there's a demand for those kinds of films. So we're, um, we're, we're excited for this little release that we have this week, this weekend. Yeah, go, this is it, the big weekend right now. Well, it's, it's, it, is, it is a big weekend. We're going we're gonna to go bigger in the fall. Uh, early September, we'll be nice. in more theaters and more cities. Um, we, we do need to have a nice run this weekend. Okay. I'd love for as many people as can see it, you know, share with friends and family, go see this film. It looked, I mean, like, I'm saying, you had a lot of action going on in this movie. Yeah. I mean, a lot of big production st- scenes. I was, you know, looking with seeing, you know, like, wow. I mean, like, how much of the like, was, I mean, I don't want you to give away secrets or anything like that, but uh, sure. like the CGs and stuff like that. Like, how much of it? We was, had a really great editor, yeah. That who part of why we chose him was he he also can do his own CG. Nice. Uh, our writer director also um, does a lot of uh, CGI and is very familiar and comfortable with a lot of those programs. Right. And so, um, but it doesn't look, I mean, when people watch it, I've, I've, it's fun to, to get some of the comments like, so was that real right. down in Jackson, or, or was that building, was that, you know, <laughs> com- compute, was That's that, was was that animated? Yeah. It yeah. looked very, very fluid. Yeah. yeah it looked very smooth. Sometimes it's so cheesy. I guess that's sometimes even like, when people go off and, and do their own thing, you get like, ugh, you know. Yeah. You, but if you to keep that, that intense, it's very intense. I can tell already, you know, through the the sound that you use, the music you use, and everything like that for the movie. So um, it looks exciting, and then this is the weekend that's busting out too. So that's great. Good news for you. So limited theaters right now, and then what happens? Yeah, then we we uh, kind of through the summer um, continue to build our fan base and our audience base in different cities all across the country, and then ideally we'll uh, we'll, we'll release back in theaters in September for a, a, a longer run. This okay. is just a one week. 
limited edition type of run in those certain markets. Um, You know, we want to get the word out, get some feedback, get some some uh, new new fans and then hopefully we'll do well really throughout the month of september nice so you actually go on a tour or are you just gonna um let the cities do their own thing yeah you know of course I'll, you know some of us will paul and 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 myself and so some of our actors you know we're all really passionate about this film and 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 what we're trying to do so we'll show up at some of those places right we'll have maybe some little premieres in each city depending on the theater um in september but it, it, it's going to be a kind of a normal release, what what you would expect from from any movie coming out right in, in September. Well, good luck with everything. Thank you. And good luck with the movie and the, the business, and uh, I'd like to see some of those other movies out as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I uh, thanks for having me on. Look, yeah. look forward to you watching the whole thing and, and giving me your feedback. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I'm pretty rough, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I actually. I was talking about this last night as uh, I was telling somebody else, like, you know what? I would be a good continuity editor. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Because I always watch movies and the the match editing. I'm very astute to that. Yeah. <laughs> so That's called a script supervisor yeah. on, on set. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On set, so I mean, I'm talking about, what, is there anybody that watches it for post? Sure. Okay. Yeah, a lot of times. Uh, I mean, of course, that's your editor and director. Right. Um, but the script supervisor w- should catch things yeah. in production okay. to make sure that everything looks the same, whether a glass is half full in one, one, part, right. of the, one <laughs> part of the scene and then it's you know, closer to almost gone or, or filled up more, or the, so the clock in the background or whatever it might be. You've got to have a good script supervisor. So funny you said that because the example my friend said was it's like if your glass was full or half full the next scene. Yeah. Yeah, that drives me nuts. But sometimes I'm sure like it's caught later on and go, oh, we can't do anything about it. It's just one of those scenes we have to use it. So Yeah. Right? Oh, it happens in huge big budget studio films. Yeah, you know, you'll, you'll see You'll see movies that have a, a boom mic in a scene. You yeah. Know, <laughs> And that's okay. uh, you know rather than reshoot the whole scene, they'll just they'll punch in as tight as they can and yeah. and just say, well, there's a second and a half of the boom mic. Dinner for Schmucks. It was like one of my favorite movies. I don't know if you've seen that one. Sure. Um, but there's like like five or six really bad edits. In that really? Movie. Yeah, really bad edits. I almost like wanted to do my own like website to po- point them out, but somebody already did it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, they have that. They have those websites. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Well, come and watch watch rumors for yourself and see what you can catch. Yeah. I, I'd be, I'd be curious to see what you find that maybe hasn't already been pointed out. Yeah, I'd like to check it out, man. And uh, we'll uh, let people out there decide for themselves as well. So, rumors of war, wars. Uh, is the website rumors of wars? Rumors of wars movie. Dot com. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's playing in Harkins theaters here in, here in the valley, and then other cities across the country. Yeah, and if you go to the website, they'll uh, you can see the locations where they're yeah exactly where they're at. Well, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, you I, too. I, I that was fun. It was really cool talking to you about that. And I love movies too, so it's good to talk and uh, see what else is out there. We'll see if we can actually Kevin to go out to a movie. <laughs> Let's play some uh, music from Synergy. We're gonna get lost and then found. With him, it's music from Northern California, but actually it's from right here in Phoenix, Arizona, because that's where he's from. That's right, Synergy. They uh, will be making their way back here. I mean, they're always up and down this area. Yeah, they owe us a visit inside this show. They do, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be back out here in July. All right. So hopefully we can get them before then. All right, sounds good. We'll be back. You're going global with gas. Man. Man. 